My name is Brian, and today is Thursday, August 3rd, 2023, and this is episode 482 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another Coffee with Brian, Thursday morning, how we doing? Good morning, Canadian Farmstead, how's it going this morning? And in that chat way early this morning, we had Pip and Gingerbread hanging out, talking about salad and driving, and... uh, yeah, Gingerbread, you need to chill out, man. You need to take a couple days off. I don't know if you got some PTO or if that's even an option at your place. But uh, extra day, half a day on Tuesday and all stressed out. Driving that big old gravel train is probably not the best. Not the best at all. So uh, take care of yourself, man. Get some time off if you need it. Pip, back at it after a busy day uh, mowing the lawn a bunch, it looks like. Because, uh, man, somebody... <laughs> Somebody didn't like that deck height and changed her up on you. Little conversations going on before the show, going on before the show in the chat. And I uh, I check them out here while I sit before, uh, before, while the timer counts down before the show starts. So anyway, it's Thursday. What do we got to talk about today? Um, there's some new crazy with the, the Little Red Shed, our, uh, our bar real close here down around the corner just uh, a little bit. And... Um, uh, and then, yeah, so we got back and there's a little bit of crazy. We stopped over there on Sunday night and saw the owner had uh, had some dinner and a couple of fuck the neighbor drinks and noticed that the, the neighbors had significantly decreased uh, their yard art and uh, talked to the talked to the owner. And uh, yeah, there's some new crazy going on. So there is that. Uh, also, we're going to talk about the Jade, the Blockstream Jade. Haven't mentioned it in a while. Uh, put it on the shelf and uh, got it back out. Uh, put it on the shelf for vacation just uh, so I could focus on vacation. And that was one less thing that I needed to do. But got it out and uh, there's a little story behind that. And uh, man, the days are getting shorter. Days are getting shorter for sure. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, first off, what is in the cup? I got more of that Silver Bullet Blend. It is uh, fantastic for sure. Silver Bullet Blend is... Um, probably one of my favorite food forest farms coffee i mean it should be it's going to be the most expensive and the highest quality and specialty beans but um out of the food forest farms blends i think the silver bullet edges out um edges out the rest they're all good that's like saying uh, what's your favorite uh, luxury luxury item i like them all they're all luxury items but i like this one just a little bit more if you want to check out some premium air roasted coffee, be sure to check out Food Forest Farms. A uh, link would be in the blog post every day uh, where I lay out what I'm drinking for the day. And um, <laughs> just click that link, head on over to Food Forest Farms. You can always use uh, discount code LOTS5, L-O-T-S, the numeral 5. LOTS5 will always get you 5% off anything at foodforestfarms.com. Thanks, Brian, for that. Uh, man. You guys are benefiting perks off of my C4 membership. You're welcome. You're welcome. Do me a favor, head on over to Food Forest Farms and try some today. It is really, really good stuff. Um, <laughs> Gingerbread Farms says, it's like saying, who's your favorite kid? Yeah, uh, probably even worse than that because I actually like them all. No, <laughs> I like my kid. I only got one. Uh, who's my favorite? It's pretty easy. Oh, you know, I guess I got three now. I, Walter's getting all huffy back there when I said I have one kid. I have one human child and uh, three canine boys, and picking the best one out of them, it would be absolutely impossible. Sorry, bud. Sorry. Uh, Canadian Farm says he's, says he's got a hot cup of mediocre coffee. Interesting. 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 What kind, uh, what kind are you drinking up there? Chock full of nuts? Um, what kind of, what kind of, uh, mediocre coffee do they have up there in Canadian land? Is that, uh, Folgers? Just, uh, run your mill Folgers. Is that the North American brand? Pip, Pip says he dropped his kids off at the pool on the way to work. Oh, just a little bit ago. You guys got a pool at work too? 
Anyway, we got a perfect cup question today, as always. And then uh, then we have, um, yeah, history. And then we'll get to the topics the rest of the day. And uh, let's see one more comment here. James says, I was going to say who is your favorite dog, but I'm I'm also wondering if, if the coin C4 is still available. Um, I have a few. I think I have three of the, the C4 coins left, the six pounds and an ounce. Uh, I think I have three. Three, I would say. Uh, silver, I kind of I, I kind of uh, hushed up on silver a little bit. They are still for sale. The sets, I have a few sets left. I also have a few of the, the single uh, one-ounce rounds sold with the coffee. And uh, I was kind of holding on to them to take to sell in person at SRF. Uh, but if anybody is interested, I'm more than willing to sell them. And uh, either if you're coming to SRF, hand them off there to save on shipping. Or if you're not, I will uh, I will gladly ship them to anyone. Just get a hold of me and we can work out details. I'm not putting them up on the site because I have a feeling uh, they will be gone by the end of SRF. So skip the process of getting them listed and doing all that stuff and getting and all the stuff. I was just going to sell them, sell them uh, privately since there were uh, just a few left after the pre-sales and everything went out. So that's kind of the deal with the silver. I do have some available, but uh, direct sale only. Anybody that's interested, just reach out at, uh, you can do info at thelotsproject.com. Find me on Telegram or any of the other socials. Just drop me a note and then we can uh, we can talk. So, um, Is the coin stamped C4 available? Yes. Oh, yeah. The C4 coin. I got you. I got you. Yes. The C4. I didn't even put that one together, James. Yes, that one is uh, still available. Four is available for sure. So I should uh, I should mention that to uh, to Brian and uh, see if he even put that one together. K-Bonk, good morning. How are we doing? Hope everything is well. Joined us just in time to hit that perfect cup question of the day. All right, everyone. It's time for the 134th edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram channel at t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed. I post the question out on socials every Sunday through Thursday. Gather around the answers from the from the community on the the following morning and bring them to you. I lead off the answers with my my answer, and uh, we round up that tail end with Corey's and all the community answers, usually in between. Perfect cup question of the day today is: Do you have any superstitions? Again, that is easy one. Do you have any superstitions? I always like to lead off now with my answer. And my answer today is not anymore. Not anymore, really. I used to. I used to have a ton. I played sports in high school. I uh, I was very into... Um, into professional sports, watching them. And, you know, you get around professional sports fans, there's a ton of superstition. You get around playing sports, uh, there's tons of superstition. I I had my fair share, whether it was numbers or routines or articles of clothing, it went down the board. I More than I could probably keep up with myself or keep track with, it was more of a comforting mechanism for myself, I believe. Over the years, I've realized that it was all probably bullshit. Probably. I'll still say probably. Uh, but right now, I don't hold on to any superstitions. I feel I've gotten to the point in my life that, uh, man, things are going to happen. I control my actions and I control nothing else. So if not, uh, if not, um, you know, turning the door handle the right way first makes a difference in what happens to me in the universe, so be it. So <laughs> it is what it is. I don't really have any more anymore. Uh, Pip says karma would be believing in karma could be considered a superstition. I guess as you put that, that like lit up my brain real quick. Karma, if that's considered a superstition, I guess I'd have to go with it. I do kind of believe in, uh, man, whatever, whatever you do kind of comes around. It's just putting off vibes. So I guess if that is, thanks Pip for throwing that out there before I was done answering, because uh, yeah, I would definitely go with karma if that's uh, if that is considered. I don't know what's considered a superstition, what's not. 
<coughs> let's get to the community answers. Community answers. Scrambling weighed in and said, that's easy. Don't pick up pennies that are tails up. Those are anti-luck. Not bad luck. I guess they're anti-luck. Uh, and never focus on cops once identified. They hunt for energy. Project dumb sheep. Project dumb sheep energy and slide on by. <laughs> I don't know if that's a superstition or just a, a, a common practice. But uh, anyway, Micah weighed in and said, that depends on your definition of superstition. I guess it does. Even in my answer, I didn't even think of that. Uh, some would even say that I'm superstitious for not taking a hard stance against the possibility of things that I cannot disprove. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I suppose if you look, uh, on a grand scale at all superstition and religion and karma and anything like that, that doesn't have solid basis behind it, it's all a guess. It's all a guess and it's all faith. So um, there is that. Thanks, Micah, for bringing that point up. Chris Dixon weighed in and said, I played baseball for 18 years. So, yes, I have many. Yeah, the sports thing will do it, especially as a child. And uh, you have, uh, I, would, I would say, if you have coaches that played sports before you, I think they feed into that. Parents and, uh, yeah, sports will do it. Sports will do it for sure. Uh, Pip, Pip, our history guy from Duction Cups, he weighed in and said, if it looks like it might or could rain, we, him and the co-workers, say something like prep for rain. And if anyone even starts to say a word about the weather clearing up, they get hushed by everyone around. Because as soon as someone says it'll be fine, the weather's clearing up, it fucking rains. Hey, Pip, what, Matt, what difference does it make if it rains? Do you have to like go and wipe off all the cars after or something? Do the parts get wet? You got to close the doors. Rain's a good thing, man. Rain is a good thing. Water is life. Water is life. So don't be upset when it rains too much. James weighed in. James at Gingerbread Farm. He says, I really don't have any. Maybe the fact that things happen in threes, but I think that's just our perception because the human brain seeks patterns and multiples of three. Yes, three. Three was a big player in uh, in my growing up in my superstitions um, around sports. Uh, my my high school soccer coach was uh, very, very, very superstitious, and he was also a math teacher. So when numbers came involved, he was all about it. Um, he kept track over years and years and years of threes, uh, three wins here, three wins there, three goals in a game uh, was kind of the magic number. Three, three, three patterns of three were all over the place in that man's life. And thus it was in our life. So yes, threes, threes for so for sure. Uh, Pip says all my wholesale parts are stored outside for pickup. Perfect. Perfect. Um, anyway, let's wrap it up. This, this, uh, this perfect cup with Corey's answer. Corey brings up the rear here as she does. You know, I'm always the pretty face and she is the, the solid answer at the end. Or wait, that's the other way around. We like to wrap it up with the pretty face. Uh, Corey says, you know, she doesn't really have anything in particular, but that doesn't mean she tempts it. Uh, she says, I don't really believe in any of it, but I don't walk under ladders. I usually don't avoid black cats because I'm going, hey, pretty kitty. Uh, she doesn't think that they're bad luck. But she doesn't necessarily go out of her way to step on cracks or do any of that stuff that you've heard your whole life. Not that she believes in it, but why tempt it? Why tempt it? Why tempt the unknown? And, you know, it makes sense to me. So, Anyway, those are the answers that came in for the Perfect Cup question of the day. If you wanted to participate in tomorrow's question, be sure to look a little later this morning over on socials or the best way is to join that t.me slash lots feed, the lots project telegram channel where I post out item of the day links, blog post links, and the perfect cup question of the day every morning as I'm processing them. You can find them Sunday through Thursday and hear the answers Monday through Friday on the show on the full main feed or it gets pulled out by itself and there's a podcast on Spotify called the perfect cup podcast. Check that out. Be sure to subscribe if you like it and we will talk to you next time. 
Now back to the main show. All right. K-Bong says, work for a ma magician one summer. Tricks on the mind are powerful. So are superstitions, in my humble opinion. Yeah, there is a, there is also a lot to be said for um, manifesting a lot of stuff. As a little aside, I guess I should have covered it in the Perfect Cup question. But as a little aside, uh, I picked up a mirror. I picked up a mirror to help in filming headstones. Uh, I learned a trick from a fellow fellow person that enjoys filming these and seeing headstones. Uh, and she said, you get a little um, mirror from Target, either a wall mirror or uh, just you know a smaller one. I picked up a small square mirror and uh, it refracts the light or reflects, I guess, reflects the light uh, at a different angle to the headstone. So the weather will consistently wear a stone in one direction. So it'll wear it down so the edges are are kind of faded away. If you can take a mirror and adjust the light angle hitting it, uh, a lot of times you can catch hard edges and be able to decipher what it says. Like completely go from something that looks blank and uh, you can't read it at all to crystal clear. You can make it out and you can uh, read everything on it. So I picked up a mirror uh, in our travels. It got a big old crack across it and then shit started going sideways. And I really had to temper myself from going, oh, no, that's because I broke the mirror. It's, and uh, I actually mentioned it to Corey and she says, would you just shut the hell up? It's because you keep talking about how bad our luck is. It's not the fact that you broke a goddamn mirror. Get rid of the mirror and stop thinking we're having bad luck because of your damn mirror. And I went, yeah, you are right. <laughs> You're right. I still have the mirror. But uh, I do longer think that uh, that the shit that's going sideways in our in our travels was uh, because of that mirror. So otherwise, I got a long way to go. And what is that? Seven years on a mirror? That's a long time, guys. Hang out and watch the shit show unfold. Oh, all right. Well, let's move on. Let's get to that history segment today. Uh, Pip said he was all discombobulated. I'm guessing he was sitting down enjoying some salad after his busy day at the parts store. At the junkyard, at the parts store, <laughs> I call I call the junkyard for Pip. That's the parts store. He doesn't go to like AutoZone. He just goes to the junkyard. But Pip went to the junkyard and then he mowed the yard twice. He was a little tired, Pip, and I'm sure he went in and had some salad and prepared our history segment. So let's be prepared for something maybe a little different. Let's hit that history segment, and we will move on with the show. All right, everyone, it's time for lots of history for August 3rd, 2023. That's August 3rd, 2023. History brought to you by Pip at DuctionCups.com. That's D-U-C-K-T-I-O-N-C-U-P-S slash lots, DuctionCup.com. Dot com, DuctionCups.com slash lots. Excuse me. I did not talk this morning. Anyway, August 3rd, 2023, lots of history. This day, August, 20, August 3rd, 1859, the American Dental Association is founded in Niagara Falls, New York. An American professional association established in 1859, which has more than 161,000 members, based in the American Dental Association building in the near North side of Chicago, the ADA is the world's largest and oldest national dental association and promotes good oral health to the public while representing the dental profession. That's not a conflict of interest at all. This day, August 3rd, 1900, the Firestone Tire and Rubber Company is founded. Some outside observers have speculated about the blame worthiness of both parties. <laughs> Whoop. Sorry, that was a bad copy and paste, Pip. Firestone tires have been prone to 10... Oh, maybe not. Firestone tires being prone to, to tread separation and failure, and the SUVs being especially prone to rolling over if a tire fails at speed compared to other vehicles. Oh, man. <laughs> Pip, Pip, that one got a little discombobulated. I actually read this before, and it made sense. <laughs> In 1936, August 3rd, 1936, Jesse Owens wins the 100-meter dash, defeating Ralph Metcalf at the Berlin Olympics. 
Owens and his United States teammates sailed on the SS Manhattan and arrived in Germany to complete compete at the Summer Olympics in Berlin. Uh, according to fellow American sprinter James Luval, who won the bronze in the 400 meter, Owens arrived at the new Olympic Stadium to a throng of fans, many of them young girls yelling, Woe is Jesse, woe is Jesse, uh, translated loosely to where is Jesse, where is Jesse, he had a fan base. On August 3rd, Owens won the 100 meter dash with a time of 10.3 seconds, defeating a teammate and colleague friend and, and a college friend, Ralph Metcalf, by a tenth of a second and defeating Tynus Ozendarp of the Netherlands by two tenths of a second. Pip's notes, Pip puts on reading glasses. You all want a hit of this big old history nugget? Are you ready? Here goes Pip's history nugget. Just before the Olympic competition, the founder of Adidas Athletics Shoe Company, Adi Dossler, visited Owens in the Olympic Village and persuaded Owens to wear Gubruder Dossel Schlockenbachen shoes, Schlufabrik shoes. <laughs> this was the first sponsorship for a male African-American athlete. That's a pretty big deal, especially in Germany in 1936. Hmm. Pip side notes, are you ready for another hit? Sparks. <laughs> Adi Dossler's younger brother, Rudolf Dossler. So Adi Dossler uh, founded Adidas. Rudolf Dossler founded the shoe company Puma. I guess shoes are in the family. And Pip's side side note, Adi Dossler. Oh, Adi Das. A-D-I-A-S. Here, I thought it might have been from the acronym by the way, the band Korn has new music releases. If you know, you know, if you were in the 90s and you, yeah, 80s, 90s, and today, just like a popular radio station. <laughs> anyway, August 3rd, 1949, the Basketball Association of America and the National Basketball League finalizes the merger that would create the National Basketball Association. Pips notes and sports ball. Move on. August 3rd, 1959, Portugal's state police force PIDE fires upon striking workers. Uh, I would guess that Portugal's state police force opens fire upon striking workers in Biasu, Portuguese, Guiana, killing over 50 people. An incident that took place on the 3rd of August, 1959 at the port of Biasu's Docks in Biasu, Portugal, Guiana. Dock workers went on strike seeking higher pay, but manager called the PIDE, the Portuguese State Police, who fired into the crowd, killing at least 25 people. The government blamed the revolutionary group African Party for the independence of Guiana and Cape Verde, arresting several of its members. The incident caused uh, the, the Party for Independence of Guiana and Cape Verde to abandon their campaign and nonviolent resistance leading to the Guiana Biasu War of Independence in 1963. Pips notes, I've been seeing discrepancies with information between the main link and the story. Over 50 went to about half that number within a paragraph. Don't believe everything you wiki, it seems. Yes, an open source uh, history page can sometimes go sideways when anyone can... <coughs> when anyone can... Um, edit it we used to edit uh we would sit around at a job and we used to edit our hometowns we would find our hometowns on wiki and then make an entry and when it would say famous people from at the bottom we used to enter ourselves and like put made up made up positions and employment and things like that and they would always get taken down within a within a few days this day august 3rd 1972 the american State Senate ratifies the Anti-Ballistic Missile Treaty, an arms control treaty between the United States and the Soviet Union on the limitation of anti-ballistic missiles systems used in defending areas against ballistic missiles delivered, delivered nuclear weapons. It was intended to reduce pressures to build more nuclear weapons to maintain deference. Under the terms of the treaty, each party was limited to two ABM complexes each of which was to be limited to 100 anti-ballistic missiles. Pips notes, 
didn't the U.S. government say that cluster bombs are against the Geneva Convention or something four months before sending cluster bombs into the Ukraine? <sighs> I'm curious why we had an anti-ballistic missile treaty and not just a fucking ballistic missile treaty. We had to have a treaty limiting our defenses against something instead of just limiting the thing itself. Government. Weird. We get to make more bombs, but we're going to pretend we're limiting them. Happy birthday. This day, August 3rd, 1803, Joseph Paxton, English gardener and architect, designed the Crystal Palace. An English gardener, architect, and engineer, and member of parliament, best known for designing the Crystal Palace and for cultivating the Cavendish banana, the most consumed banana in the Western world. Banana man. Uh, this day, August 3rd, 1811, Eliza Otis, American Alicia, huh, founded Otis Elevator Company, an American industrialist founder of the Otis Elevator Company and an inventor of a safety device that prevents elevators from falling if the hoisting cable fails. That is one of my nightmares. At 31st years old and, and hoping for a fresh start, he married and moved to Albany, New York. He worked as a doll maker for Otis Tingley. Skilled as a craftsman and tired of working all day to make only 12 toys, he invented and patented a robot turner. It could produce bedsteads four times as fast as he could be done manually, about 50 a day. His boss gave him a bonus. That was nice of him. Otis then started his own business, at least his at his least building, he started designing a safety brake that could stop trains instantly in an automatic bread baking oven. He was put out of business when the steam he was using for a power supply was diverted by the city of Albany for its fresh water supply. So he was stealing power and the government stole it back. And uh, yeah, he went out of business. This day, August 3rd, 1900, Ernie Pyle, American social, soldier and journalist, Pyle is also notable for his columns he wrote as a roving human interest reporter from 1935 through 1941 for the Scripps Howard newspaper syndicate that earned him wide acclaim for his simple accounts of ordinary people across North America. When the United States entered World War II, he lent the same distinctive folksy style of his human interest stories to his wartime reports from the European theater from 1942 to 1944 and the Pacific theater in 1945. Pyle won the Pulitzer Prize in 1944 for his newspaper accounts of dog-faced infantry, infantry soldiers from a first-person perspective. He was killed by an enemy fire in Iwo Jima, then known as Lashima, during the Battle of Okinawa. At the time of his death in 1945, Pyle was, the, was among the best-known American war correspondents. His syndicated column was published in 400 daily and 300 weekly newspapers nationwide. President Harry Truman said of Pyle, No man in this war has so well told the story of American fighting man as American fighting men wanted it told. He deserves the gratitude of all his countrymen. Uh, 1918, this day, August 3rd, 1918, James McGregor Burns, American historian, political scientist, and author, Burns shifted the focus of leadership studies from the traits and actions of great men to the interactions of leaders and their constituencies as collaborators working towards mutual benefit. He was best known for his contributions to the transcriptual, transformational, aspirational, and visionary schools of leadership theory. Wow. That was a mouthful. Uh, this day, August 3rd, 1978, Jenny Tinmouth, American English motorcycle racer, an English motorcycle racer. She is currently, she is the current female Isle of Man TT lap record holder, breaking the record during her first event TT in uh, ever TT in 2009 and gained a Guinness world record for this achievement. She then rebroke her own lap record during her second in 2010 with an average lap speed of 119.945 miles per hour, gaining another Guinness world record. Tinmouth is also the first and only female competing in the British Superbike Championship for which she received yet another Guinness world record. Pips notes, the first wiki pick of Jenny is her riding a bicycle with an inflatable donkey suit on. The second wiki pick is her with a leather suit on getting <clears throat> hella low on motorcycle turn. 
Fudge, I missed that a little bit. Pip loses 90 minutes of watching track time on a bike. Yo, and just about everyone gets frisky while camping out on track weekend. Pip was a motorcycle rider. I see that vein come through. He is a, a motorhead for sure, and we see that come through in the history segment. I also want to give a special happy birthday, August 3rd. My sister, Laura, she uh, she was she was hatched today. Uh, happy birthday, sis. I will shoot you a text message later. Passings today, who kicked off on August 3rd? August 3rd, 1929, Emil Berliner, a German-American inventor and businessman invented the phonograph, a German-American inventor who is best known for inventing a lateral-cut flat-disc record called a gramophone record in British and American English. Used with a gramophone, he founded the United States Gramophone Company in 1894. The Gramophone Company in London, England is 1897. Deutsch Gramophone in Hanover, Germany in 1898 and Berliner Gramophone Company of Canada in Montreal in 1899, chartered in 1904. Berliner also invented what was probably the first radical aircraft engine, radial aircraft engine in 1908, a helicopter in 1919, and acoustical files in 1920. Pip's notes, I never was into vinyl records, but cool. Huh. Interesting. That dude invented a lot of different shit. For sure. Uh, let's see. August 3rd, 1966, Lenny Bruce died. American comedian, actor, and screenwriter. Bruce paved the way for counterculture era comedians. His trial for obscenity was a landmark of freedom of speech in the United States. In 2017, Rolling Stone magazine ranked him third behind Richard Pryor and George Carlin on the list of the 50 best stand-up comics of all time. Pips notes, I saw the name and went to the REM song, It's the End of the World as We Know It, and I Feel Fine. All hail George Carlin. Carlin, man, Carlin is uh, quality for sure. And uh, let's wrap up today. Pips polite edit, a Florida dude did junkyard pulling and mowed the front lawn and is fornicating exhausted. <laughs> All right, Pip, you be you be very politically atheist there. You just write down the center line, fornicating, exhausted, only human humans. The wiki link for the day is at the bottom of today's notes. Feel free to check that out or lots Amazon link for stuff. Yes, be sure to check out that lots Amazon link for stuff. And if you need some duction cups, that's where Pip is putting in a ton of work after work to try to make it work. So head on over to DuctionCups.com slash lots and throw them some bones, man. You can get yourself a plugsy, put it on your cup, put it on your dash, put it on your window, wherever you want. DuctionCups.com slash lots. Thanks, Pip. And this has been another episode of Lots of History. Ah, Pip. You gotta, you gotta stop working so hard on your days off. You're supposed to do that stuff after work on your work days, so your days off are just carefree and uh, and fun. But K-Bong says, wasn't Otis an African American? Also, for some reason, I uh, I do recall that. Uh, I do for some reason. I I kind of have known about uh, Otis for a long time in Otis elevators because I had some uh, two family friends actually that uh, were elevator repairmen for Otis. So the name's been around in my head for a long time since I was a kid and uh, kind of kept tabs on that. Elevators have always intrigued me. But like I said, during the history segment, one of my reoccurring nightmares uh, as a teen actually was falling elevator. And I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Never really got into dreams and analyzing them. But uh, I do recall waking up at more than one occasion in a, in a, in a falling elevator waiting for it to hit the ground. And uh, I think you told me that the, the safest place for you in a falling elevator is to lay flat on the ground. That's what Corey was told. Can anybody confirm that? Anybody in the audience know what happens when a, if you're falling in an elevator? I've tried to run through the scenarios and the physics in my head, and I don't think laying flat on the ground is the best option. But what do I know? What do I know? <laughs> anyway, let's get to the topics for today. And, uh, and roll through this Thursday. I got a busy one after this. Yesterday, I kind of dropped the ball uh, and didn't do much of anything. Uh, I had so much to do 
when I went to town, town, uh, to go get groceries, laundry, uh, farmer's market, all of that. I looked at it and I said, I can't do all this in order. Uh, the farmer's market was throwing me a, a loop in there. Oh, wait, I also have to go get dog food and some hardware supplies and all sorts of stuff. It was going to be a long day and I had a late start and I still had to make laundry detergent, all sorts of fun stuff. So I said, no, nah, I'm not going to do any of it. <laughs> Actually, I made the laundry detergent. I got uh, I got the prep. Uh, I prepped up the stuff to change our uh, composting toilet, uh, hopefully this afternoon when I get back. And um, and um, yeah, it's uh going to be a busy one i gotta head down there we got grocery i got grocery shopping to do i gotta go to tractor supply i have to go do laundry and we have a ton of laundry because we just kind of uh, packed it in during our trip and i'm on my last i'm on the last of my clean clothes for sure Corey said that uh, after her shower yesterday she put on her her last clean shirt so brian is required to go do laundry today otherwise things get kind of weird around here um, what is on the list? The list today I have, um, man, there's new crazy. We went out of town. Uh, we went out of town. Oh, okay. Bonk. How, uh, how's the pup? Well, he's passed out next to me right now. Uh, it appears that things are getting better. Um, whoa, hold on. Get your flashlight. You can check him out while I'm doing the show. He's uh, passed out here next to me. Uh, we've been soaking his his uh, injury, like uh, the the vet re the vet said, could be an ancillary uh, help. Soaking it with Epsom salts. We didn't think it was going to be possible. Well, I didn't think it was going to be possible. I figured uh, he would definitely not be down for standing with his foot in a bucket of water, but. Um, Sure as shit, Corey was right. Again, I, I should just assume that she's going to be right all the time. But uh, he's more than happy to stand with his, his foot in the bucket for about 10 minutes. I think we got 10 minutes uh, yesterday, 10, 12 minutes. How's it look? Yeah. Not good. <laughs> uh, so he's getting that soaked in Epsom salts. He's, uh, he's taking his antibiotics on, on schedule, and he still has pain meds. So he's been able to sleep a little bit better. Um, he does have that big donut around his head and James, I put it two and two together. Corey, uh, clued me in on what donuts you were talking about. So disregard that uh, telegram message. I'll get those inflatable donuts up as an item of the day, or at least share the link in the telegram group because they are pretty handy for sure. Uh, and they store way better than the cones. So, so he's doing good. He's doing good. The doctor said, uh, we shouldn't see much change until probably going into the weekend. So I think maybe, Tomorrow afternoon, Saturday, we'll really start uh, seeing and uh, seeing if there's any improvement. Um, so it is it is what it is. K-Bonk and uh, the others say hello, Corey. Good morning. Um, everybody except Backwoods Butcher because he doesn't like to show up every day. And the Renegade, the Renegade, guys, he is uh, he is dealing with some uh, super heat down there in Texas. Sounds like it's not fun at all. So. I don't blame him for not being up early in the morning. I think you try to do things in the the quote unquote cool of the night when it's uh, warmer than it is most places, even in the dark. <coughs> so that's a little update on the dog. Thanks for that little uh, little rabbit hole, K Bonk. The Canadian Farm says says Kyle is saving his mojo for tomorrow. Oh man, that's a reminder, guys. Uh, if you want the the ten thousand the ten thousand satoshis given away tomorrow for ten k giveaways, the new uh, setup is same as the old. You come in uh, at the beginning of the show. I throw out a hashtag. You have all the show to comment that on anything. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, I believe, and Twitch will work. It'll grab those uh, hashtags. You put it in the comments. And uh, at the end of the show, I've decided if I have 10 entries, I'll give it away. If I have below 10 entries, I just roll it over till the next week. So next week will be 20K. Uh, so spread the word. If you want to uh, have a chance at winning that 10K, get a few people over here and let's uh, let's make it a more of a contest than Canadian Farmstead and uh, Backwoods Butcher winning it every other week. So I like you guys and all, but I could just send you shit in the, in the group if you want. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Little Red Shed. Little Red Shed is the bar uh, around the corner. 
restaurant, excuse me, I was uh, corrected that there are no bars in Saltillo. There is only restaurants that happen to serve alcohol, <laughs> food establishments. Uh, we left, uh, before we left, I've, I've kind of chronicled a little bit of the crazy that goes on uh, with the neighbors across the street from the Little Red Shed. Uh, they're not a big fan of alcohol, it appears, or bikers, or anything to do with the, the little establishment across the street. I've shared pictures. I've uh, talked about the, the different weird things they put in their yard, uh, statues, um, shrines to weird uh, voodoo gods, uh, baby heads hanging in the windows, um, skeletons, different signs calling people alcohol whores. And man, it's uh, it's a sight to be seen for sure. Uh, the, the bar owner, we've talked to him. He has tried to be nothing but cordial to the neighbors and they just push back with more crazy. So we, uh, we, we finally went over right before we left our vacation. We went over and uh, got a little bit of the story, had some food. Food is actually good. Um, they, the drinks are, I mean, the drinks are the drinks. They uh, are pretty standard across the board. But we got the backstory. Told that. I shared that. Go back and listen. Uh, I'll find an episode and, and try to figure out which episode it was that I talked about uh, the whole story. Well... When we took off, we were wondering how this was going to proceed. It seemed like it changed quite often. It was uh, it was a rotating um, mix of different shit in their yard. I like to call it yard art, I guess. Uh, there's not really a better way to describe it. Do you have a better way to describe the shit that they have in the yard? Anyway, we came back. Um, we didn't really see when we got back what was there. Uh, we hadn't really left a whole lot and went that direction since we've been back. But the other day, Sunday night, we went, we were like, okay, let's go get some food. We were kind of out of food. I hadn't gone and got groceries yet. And so went over to the Little Red Shed, had some some dinner and some drinks. And uh, as we were going in, I noticed that there, there, there was a ton of shit gone in the yard. K-Bong says trash display. I mean... The weird part is the shit that they have out there probably costs some money or took a lot of skill to make. Like these are um, very intricate, like I would say very, very high end Halloween decorations. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. High end Halloween decorations, mannequins, things of that nature that look, I mean, Somebody's putting some time or some money into this shit. So they really have a strong dislike for this place. But when we got back, there was it didn't look like there was a whole bunch of anything. The big uh, mannequins were gone. Uh, I didn't notice the baby heads in the tree. But I looked down, and there's one... There was one um, sign. It's some... Um, some black magic or voodoo or something uh greek letters i don't know what it says it's uh it's symbols but it's on a little stake it looks like it's out front of a frat house i swear to god it looks like greek letters um and now that's the only thing that's out there as far as display as far as i can remember but around this little uh stand is a big heart made out of baby heads like doll heads on the ground, in the yard, around this sign. They also took all their solar lights because they put up displays. They put up all these high-end uh, Halloween displays, and they take solar lights, and they shine them on them. So when it gets dark, you know, you got the little solar light, it charges, it gets dark, it comes on. It was shining on all these things. Well, now that it appears that they took down all their crap out of their yard, They've turned the solar lights around, so they shine at the bar. They have them lined up across along the street, shining at the bar. I'm like, okay. Talk to the owner when we go in. I said, so what's uh, what's going on with the new crazy across the street? Did they like calm down a little bit? He goes, no, they're helping our business now. They've told him that they're they're trying to help his business. And uh, I didn't really understand what he was talking about. I figured because they were taking down all the stuff. And then it hit me. They turned all the solar lights around. 
they're advertising for him. They're lighting up the way to his business in the evening. Um, yeah. K-Bong says, so Cajun Swamp Voodoo. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's some sort of uh, super hillbilly voodoo because they they came from like rural, rural Western West Virginia. Not Western Virginia. Maybe Western Virginia. From what I understand, they came from rural, rural West Virginia um, and um, deep-seated, weird uh, religious shit going on. I don't understand it. There's um, there's shrunken heads and shit and their driveway entrances and weird uh, Greek symbols and, and stuff. So I don't know. The saga continues, guys. The saga continues. Um, what else we got going on? Blockstream Jade. Here I go. I got it right here. You can see it in my fingers. It is not big. It's not big. Uh, I, I got this from Blockstream back before... A while before we went on our trip, I uh, it took a little bit for me to be able to take some time to sit down and start exploring it. Uh, I did. I took some time. I took a day and uh, set it up, transferred some some funds to it, transferred some funds out of it, uh, deleted it, reinstalled it, did all sorts of stuff, kind of dug into it, and then we were ended up going on our trip. I didn't want to take the time to dedicate to doing any more with it uh, on the trip. I had a bunch of other stuff that was uh, a way more priority. And so I threw it in my bag. I threw it in my SOE, SOE bag that was like a, uh, it's my it's my transfer bag. Uh, I guess you could call it a table bag. It has all my shit that when we travel, uh, all my laptop stuff, all the stuff that kind of goes with uh, setting up my desk, uh, my mouse, all my um, like adapters, headphones, cords, all that shit go in a SOE bag that I have, little uh, little SOE bag. And um, through the jade in there, I figured I was just going to let it sit until we got back from our trip and then dive in, make some more content, do some reviews, this and that, how-to videos. Anything you guys want to see, let me know. Be sure to uh, send me a message. I'll make whatever videos you want me about it, want me to about it. It just might take a little bit to uh, figure out how to get it videoed get the content uh i've gone back and forth on a couple different ways but i uh, got back yesterday and like i said uh decided i wasn't going to go to town uh get some other caught up on some other stuff i made laundry detergent i uh, got ready to change the toilet and i was going to get back to doing some stuff with the jade so i went to grab it and i couldn't find it like legit couldn't find it i uh if you ask Corey, i kind of looked quietly once uh, yesterday, no, the day before I was thinking about getting in, getting, getting it back out and getting it on the desk since we're not traveling anymore. And, uh, so I, uh, I looked yes two days ago, yesterday morning, I looked again, didn't see it, uh, as I progressed in the day and I wanted to get it out and start using it and start, uh, evaluating it again. Don't worry. There's only $10 on it. I've only transferred back and forth 10 bucks. So if I lost it, it would have been meh. And I would have been able to got done a video on what happens if you lose your hardware wallet, I guess. But um, it, uh, yeah, I looked and looked and looked and looked. I looked in the bag. I looked in all the other bags. I looked in all my places that I like stash stuff when we're moving. I have a couple baskets. I have things that I pack up that just go away and come back out. I looked and looked. I looked through my laptop bag. I looked through my backpack. Couldn't find it. Two or three times yesterday, I, I tore through everything. I don't have a lot of stuff, guys. I really don't. I, I To go through the amount of things I have, it takes me maybe 25 minutes, maybe, to touch to literally touch everything I own in the camper. I guess I didn't undo the truck because there was no reason it should have been in the truck. Two three times I did this, couldn't find it. I was, um, I was upset. But not, I was just like, whatever, it's $10. I'll have to order another one. Um, it is what it is. Anyway, I finally told Corey, I'm going to do one more sweep, one more look. I looked through everything. I got to my laptop bag, which is an old school, old school, I guess. I still make them. Uh, but it's a backtop, backpack specifically made for a laptop. It's got all sorts of different pockets. Um, I put my hand in it. I put my hand through all the pockets. I put my hand in the inside um, 
and for some reason it had the flap in the bottom had get gotten folded over and the hardware wallet and also my uh a business card holder i must have put that away uh business card holder and something else were under the flap i had literally put my hands in this bag and searched in this bag two or three times and never felt a damn thing and for some reason when i flipped it over and really examined it they were stuck in the bottom and I found them, pulled it out, uh, started messing around again. Uh, Pip says, I need to get my stuff off a Ledger wallet. Sounds like they have security issues. Ledger and K-Bong says he's still on Trezor. Uh, man, 60, $68, I think, with uh, with my discount code, $10 off, $68. Bucks. Uh, it, it's solid. From everything I can tell so far, and I'm being very cautious, I don't, I don't want anybody to put their shit on there and have their Bitcoin gone or get it and not be able to use it. So I'm really trying to educate myself on how to help people. If I've advised them to get it, they get it and they need help through it. I want to be able to do that off the back of my head or off the back of my hand, like know it inside out. Uh, I want to make videos on it. I don't want to stumble through those. So I'm really digging in. I apologize guys for the, the weight on the review and all that stuff. But as far as I can tell, this is a solid product. Uh, and it should do you well. It's got a camera on it. Like I was saying in the Telegram group last night, uh, the amount of security you want for this hardware wallet is up to you. Uh, you can plug it directly into your computer uh, with a USB-C cable into a, a native software wallet on your laptop, on your phone. You can direct connect it to your phone. Uh, and, you know, it is what it is. You can also... Um, bluetooth wirelessly hooked to your phone to that native app you can also scan qr codes back and forth um to to sign transactions so never touch the internet there's different levels of security that you can go through you can have this device you can generate a wallet it can and you can um you can net you can get it so that it is never touched a live internet connection so you can take it as far as you want you can either have it on or you cannot um it's all up to you i did discover yesterday i did a firmware update and i don't know if it was there before the firmware update or after but uh there is now a distress pin i believe i remember seeing it and i just didn't dig into it but it may be a new feature with this firmware update the the gui got way better um in my opinion with the firmware update it's just easier to look at and manage and walk through but there is a distress uh pin number where you can set a pin that basically is a self-destruct pin so maybe if you're being coerced to open it by someone uh you can take that and enter the pin and say i guess it's all gone guys and then with your seed phrase hidden somewhere else in a different location, you can recover that wallet again and still have access to your funds, but delete it instantly from that device. And uh, someone asked the question uh, in the group if that was available only on the device or via the app. I haven't dug into that yet since you asked the question, but uh, that would be pretty sweet if you could self-destruct that thing remotely. Uh, I'm have a feeling that it's only going to be on the device itself because it won't connect to anything unless you unlock it. So there is no uh, there is no sideways entrances. You have to put your pin into that thing to get it to connect to anything. K-Bonk says uh, Jade mining sounds neat. I did address that at one point. Uh, there is a mining feature on that. It's basically a lottery ticket. Um, the hash rate and things on this are not not uh, suitable to be a miner. But uh, the off chance that you might solve a block uh, would be pretty sweet. Blockchain uh, or Blockstream, excuse me, advises not doing it with a wallet that or a device that you want to keep things on. It's hard on the device. They suggest maybe if you want to buy that $70 lottery ticket, you buy a, a spare one and plug it in because you're supposed to keep it plugged in constantly because it takes a lot of power, not a lot, but uh, a constant power. You just drain, you'd be plugging it in constantly draining the battery. But they said, you know, it's, it, it is hard on the device and they're not guaranteeing anything um, as far as longevity. So they definitely suggest uh, just a second one. Uh, I thought it was a really cool idea. I saw somebody that was buying them for grandkids and kids 
uh, for gifts that they got them one for their hardware wallet and one for uh, mining. So they just had, they bought them a little miner, they plug it in, they get it going. And uh, that's just all that one does. And then they have a hardware wallet to um, store funds, store funds. And uh, yeah, so they just bought a two pack. I don't think it's a discount on a two pack, but uh, you know, it's, it's reasonable. It's under, it's 150 bucks, 150 bucks for two. Uh, you get uh, the miner and then uh, the hardware wallet. Hardware wallet also lets you partition multiple wallets on it. Uh, I'm digging into that, see how many you can do, how you do that functionality of that. Basically, when I was starting the test up phase of going through this, I just did one, made one wallet and uh, funded it, deleted it, blah, blah, blah. I believe uh, from what I read, you can do multiple wallets uh, addresses on the same Jade. So that's cool. I'm excited about that. So digging in, digging in on getting things set up and um, and just walking through it. It's pretty simple. Uh, like I said, the the firmware update yesterday that I did when I when I powered it on uh, really changed the the GUI on the screen. It's got a nice little color screen, uh, camera on it, and three buttons. Actually, just a toggle and two buttons. So it's a cool little device. Cool little device, especially when you find it and you didn't lose it. So that makes me happy. <laughs> um, and one other note about the Jade, uh, they are now taking pre-orders for different color cases. Uh, right now you can get the black, just black, standard black. Uh, but they are coming out with new colors, like a, a clear see-through, uh, I think pink, yellow, green, something like that. Uh, they will be shipping in October. You can go buy them now, purchase them, and uh, get on that list, and they will ship out as soon as they are uh, are manufactured. But if you want one now, you want to start today, you can grab that uh, black one at the site right now. Uh, if you use my link, which is in the video description, in the audio description, on the blog post, use the link, use discount code the lots project, you get 10% off. I believe you can get another 10% off if you pay in Bitcoin. I haven't tried to use my own discount code. So I can't I'm not sure if you can use both if you can actually get 20% off or one or the other. If you use one or the other, I prefer you use the lots project uh, to get the 10% off and uh, then pay in Bitcoin regardless because then I get a little bit of kickback for it. And I appreciate that for sure. Uh, beyond that, uh, let's hit that item of the day and wrap up real quick. We're up at 57 minutes already. Item of the day is the No Tox Life Bar Soap and the bamboo soap holder that we use with it. I did a review of both of these. Corey started using bar dish soap instead of liquid dish soap for a variety of reasons. We found this stuff. It's no toxins, it's vegan, it's clean, it's, um, yeah, it's it's good stuff. And it works great. Cleans your nails like nobody's business for sure. Uh, but check it out. Check it out. I did a, a video review. I did a blog post review and uh, Amazon links in the video description for those items. Any questions, always reach out. I appreciate you using that link. Even if you don't need any bar dish soap or a soap holder, but you're going to be doing some shopping on Amazon, grab that link and head on over to Amazon, get in our tracking. And uh, I appreciate it. We get a little kickback on anything you buy and it all adds up for sure. Interview uh, tonight. I'm with uh, Mike Martin from Mindfully Outdoors. We're doing a campfire session, six central, still in the air. Um, can't really get clear clarification if I'm going to be able to simulcast it here, if I'm going to be able to get the audio for a, a podcast audio if anything, I will try to, at a minimum, get the audio stripped out and get that up as an audio podcast. If I can simulcast it, I'll drop out the link as soon as I have it. Otherwise, I will drop out the link. Um, I don't know if we're doing live or recorded. Uh, signed up long, long ago, right after Mike was on our show. And uh, yeah, so... We'll see. We'll see tonight. And hopefully I have that episode out. Otherwise, I'll have to scramble and get one in there in the in the placeholder. It might just be uh, ads. Who the hell knows? But uh, I already have these all numbered out and I got to stay on track so I can do episode 500 on an evening show and uh, got some plans for that. So anyway, Mike Martin, Mindfully Outdoors Campfire Session tonight. Hopefully it will be lots to talk about also. We'll see. We'll see. We'll find out and we'll circle back tomorrow and let you know what happened. Other than that, if you enjoy the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. 
Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys, and we will catch up with you on Friday. I can see the light.